Good morning. This coming week's parasha, Parashat Mishpatim, begins with the word Ve'ele, or more specifically with the words Ve'ele HaMishpatim. That Vav at the beginning of the first word uh, makes us connect these words to last week's parasha. What do I mean by that? Ele means these, and Mishpatim means uh, laws. These laws you should place in front of them. Ve'ele, that extra Vav, of course, means and these laws. And these means in addition to what I had already mentioned. In turn, cites Rashi from the Hachamim, the same way these laws, excuse me, the same way the laws of last week's parashah were given at Har Sinai, so too are and were the laws of parashat mishpatim. What are the laws of parashat mishpatim? By and large, interpersonal issues, damages, circumstances of dispute where you need to go to a judge and deal with it within the system of law of Torah and Halakha. It means, says Rashi, continuing from the rabbis, uh, furthermore, the same way that we have a Mikdash for Avodat Hashem, we have a Mishkan, we have a Beta Mikdash where we worship God through sacrifices, so too in that place, the Sanhedrin, for settling disputes between people, should be there as well. Do you follow? Again, the same way Har Sinai, a, a, a dialogue, a conversation and relationship between Am Yisrael and God took place there, so too all the laws with regards to people and people amidst their conversations with others and dealings with others took place at Har Sinai for eternity then. The laws of interpersonal issues should be coupled with our relationship with God. Said in halachic terminology, ben adam lamakom, situations of between man and his creator are identical in this respect to ben adam lahavero, between ourselves and our friends. Uh, there is and needs to be a lot to be discussed with regards to this. First and foremost, with regards to halakha, we very much embrace such a notion. And what I refer to is the words of Shohan Aruch in Siman Sadia Aleph, basing himself on the Gemara in Masech Bava Batra and Daf Yod. The halakha is with regards to prayer, although, and we've been detailing some of these in the past a week or two, there are many laws of what you should not do before prayer. You should not be osek b'sirachav before prayer. You're not supposed to be involved in business dealings. You're not supposed to be sho'il bishlom havero. You're not supposed to say hello under certain circumstances. Even that before prayer. You're not supposed to eat nor drink before prayer. Nonetheless, right, Shulchan Aruch and Siman Sadia Aleph and Saif Aleph, you're supposed to give siddaka prior to prayer. That's a little surprising. I thought I'm not involved in other matters. I thought I'm not engaged in this worldly issues prior to prayer. And yet, Shulchan Aruch seems to be telling us that our relationship with others not precedes, but comes in tandem with, it gets coupled with our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Sanhedrin was to be in Makom HaMikdash. The Mishpatim were stated at Har Sinai. There seems to be a description from the rabbis and a vision that they're trying to portray to us of understanding our relationship with God as related to our relationship with human beings as well. In truth, the Gemara in Masechet Bava Kama and Daf Lamed questions, how can and what should a person study and engage in in order to become a Hasid? talk about a Hasid, a pious individual, we imagine, as one opinion says, perhaps Masechet Avot, how to uh, better your character, how to work on your traits and on your virtues, that's Masechet Avot. And another opinion, another opinion states that it's to involve yourself in Masechet Berachot, 
or berachot deals with both the berachot that we make on food and on anything else. Tefillah, Kiryat Shema, relationship with Borei Olam. Rav Yehuda interestingly states that a person should involve themselves in mile de nezikin. Masechet Bava Kama, Masechet Bava Metziah, Masechet Bava Batra, Sanhedrin. Those are the Masechto. That's the guidance that he gives to us for becoming a righteous individual. Because his vision, much as the rabbis, Rashi, at the beginning of this week's parasha, is that if we're to perfect our relationship with God in some way, and we'll have to touch on that in a moment, the rabbis are stating, the Torah is hinting to us, it's contingent, our relationship with God, on our relationship with human beings as well. I believe, I would suggest, that the understanding of the depth of this matter goes as follows quite simply. If you want to have a relationship with God, it means seeing outside of yourself. It means stopping to look down at yourself and to look outside of yourself. If you walk through the streets, if you live life in this world, looking at and thinking about only yourself, you'll never discover God, you'll never develop a relationship with Him. If your focus is on yourself at all times, it'll be nearly, if not entirely, impossible to discover God. Therefore, state the rabbis, envision the hachamim to develop a relationship further with God, begin with, and continue as well with your relationship with others. If I truly care about you, it means I'm thinking outside of myself. It means I'm not only thinking about you because of what you'll do to me, but I'm thinking about you because you're a person. You're a being outside of myself. The more I focus on individuals outside of myself, giving tzedakah prior to prayer, I think not about myself, but about you, or about him, or about another, I can now focus myself appropriately on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's said about Rabbi Chaim Ozer Gritzinski. He was the rabbi of Vilna, the last rabbi of Vilna. Vilna was a metropolis of Torah, of Judaism, and pre-Eastern Europe, uh, pre-Eastern Europe uh, Jewry. And uh, his uh, description of what it meant to be the rabbi of a city, he said, evolved over the course of his career. He said, initially, he used to imagine it had something to do with being posek halacha at the highest level, and he did. He wrote She'elot Tishubot Ahiyezer, which is a very important She'elot Tishubot responsa. At another point, he thought it was maybe building institutions of Torah. He said when he really matured in his understanding of what it meant to be a Rav be Israel, a Marad de Atra, he understood at that point it's about helping the needy, about caring for the widows and the orphans, the umdalim, the yitomim, the almanot. He understood that his responsibility as a spiritual leader, as a Hasid, was to help others. It's an ironic but very true reality. In truth, I mentioned a moment ago the Gemara states in the name of Rav Yehuda, again, that to be a Hasid, you study and you involve yourself in Miled Nezikin. The Gemara Masechet Berachot and Dafkaf, if I'm not mistaken, has that Abaye Asraf Papa. Why is it that earlier generations, there were miracles that took place in their times? And in our generation, uh, we're not able to achieve that. That was the question of one rabbi to the other. He said, for example, in the generation of Rav Yehuda, the same rabbi, he used to just, in accepting a fast day, sometimes they wouldn't have rain, and as a result, they would accept fast days. They wouldn't fast the way we do on the minor fast. They would fast similar to the way we do Chabayav and Kippur. They would take off their shoes. They would have Inuyim. It says when Rabbi Yehuda would just take off his shoes, it would begin raining, says the Gemara in its description. But us, we scream, we cry, we try it all, we can't get that rain. What's the difference? Maybe you'll tell me they were bigger scholars than us. They knew more Torah. I says, it's not so. We, 
even the simple individuals are involved in many of the Masechtot and Sidarim of Talmud, but in the generation of Rabbi Yehuda, listen to it for a moment, they only studied or primarily focused on which Seder? Seder Nezikin. Rabbi Yehuda, true to his word, was engaged in Nezikin, in damages, in interpersonal issues. This should have been our opening class for Masechet Baba Kama. Interpersonal issues. He was looking for, striving for, Hasidut, the Gemara answers. Rav Papa, excuse me, Rav Papa answers Abaye. You want to know why? Because in the earlier generations, they were Moser Nefesh for Halacha. In our generation, we're not. They gave up their soul. In our generation, we don't. I wonder if to study Masechet Nezikin, to involve yourself in other people's relationship with you, means by definition, I'm giving up of my soul. I can now give it up for God as well. If I take myself out of the picture, if my vision, my perspective as I'm engaged in life is about you and you and him and her instead of about myself, I can more readily and easily give myself up for HaKadosh Baruch Hu as well. It's the description, of course, of Rabbi Akiva, the Gemara, the, the Hachamim tell us that his principle to his students was, you should love others like yourself. And in the other famous moment of Rabbi Akiva's life, the Gemara, Masech Berachot and Samech, he's Moser Nefesh, he's able to, in the moment of Shema Yisrael, to, to scream out the oneness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the paradigm, the greatest example of an individual who gave his life up, for God, because an individual who's constantly thinking about others can in turn think about the other with a capital O. We talked about it in the context of Abraham Avinu more than once. Abraham was the Gomel Chesed, the Isha Chesed, while at the same time the father of monotheism, because they oftentimes, if not always, if done properly, are one and the same. I mean, stop thinking about yourself. Think about those around you. Think about he who surrounds you. I'll conclude with a story that I've told more than once, but it very much influenced me. It's simple, but it's to the point of one of my father's uh, primary influences in his life, Rabbi Salavechik Zichron Olivracha. He studied at one uh, stage in his life in Berlin University. When he was there, he met a man. His name was Tzvi Groner, Professor Tzvi Groner. And he asked this man, because this man had a very unique life story. He began in his childhood studying, or in his youthful days, studying with Rabbi Chaim Salvechik. That was the grandfather of this Rabbi Salvechik. In his later years in Berlin, he studied with Albert Einstein. He said, tell me the difference, or tell me what's the same, about my grandfather and Albert Einstein. He said, in terms of smarts, in terms of brilliance, I'll be honest with you, I can't measure. They're both brilliant. They're both in ways that I can't wrap my head around. I can't use words to articulate their smarts. I can't even compare the two. They seem to me on these out of this world, amazing knowledge and understanding. But with regards to chesed, with regards to doing good for others, and he picked up his hand and he showed his small finger. He said the chesed, the <coughs> kindness, the care for others of your grandfather, is on one pinky greater than all that Albert Einstein had. And he wasn't describing Albert Einstein as being a decrepit bad person. He was saying his grandfather, who epitomized Torah, he's known for his Hidushim on Torah, he's known for his earth-shattering approach to Talmud, to Halakha, he was at the same time necessarily with one pinky greater than, in terms of Chesed, Albert Einstein. The description in turn of 
the beginning and the onset of Parashat Mishpatim is that if you're searching and seeking for a relationship with God, understand that a relationship with Borei Olam begins with, at its core, foundation, thinking not about yourself. If your relationship is about yourself and how you fit him in, that's not a relationship at all. And these are the laws and statutes. And now we talk about interpersonal issues is so much connected to your relationship with God. Of course, in every person there's a tzelem elokim and there's more to be said about that. But fundamentally, in your relationship with God, the Sanhedrin and the Mikdash, is because of Mikdash where you're ovedet Hashem. A temple where you worship God needs to be a temple where you're not worshiping yourself. You're dealing with those outside of yourself. Parashat Mishpatim, then, is the perfect supplement, the perfect couple to Ma'amad Har Sinai. We began a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu at Har Sinai. We engaged in a covenant, a berit, and understood what it meant to give ourselves up for him, to be Moser Nefesh, like Doroshel Rav Yehuda, that meant... We were osek b'miled nizikin. We're engaged in the matters of interpersonal issues. That means that we understand our responsibility in a relationship, ironically, with God, as a relationship with others as well. Baruch Adonai le'olam. Amen. Amen.